This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to the interview series. Welcome to the Retail Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Patterson, and we're joined here today with a special guest. Justin Cohen is the Chief Commercial Officer of fashion brand Psycho Bunny, which is making its moves into the Canadian market with standalone stores. Welcome, Justin. Thanks for having me, Craig. Now, tell me a bit about yourself and a bit of your background uh, with Psycho Bunny. Sure. I, I joined the brand almost two years ago. When, when I when I started talking to Alan, who's our, our CEO about the brand, I mean, he had a vision, a lot of guts, and this sort of like fire and passion about him that told me that we could take this and turn it into something pretty significant in the US retail and well, the North American, eventually the global retail market. All of the indicators were kind of lined up in the right place. He sort of exposed what was happening in wholesale, what his store opening plan was. And we've just spent the last two years pursuing that vision relentlessly. And it's been a lot of fun. So at, at Psychobunny, I oversee our stores, e-commerce, and then Omnichannel, which is kind of the technology that binds them, uh, our strategy, brand, and marketing team. So when you think about it, it's kind of everything consumer-facing. Now, and tell us a bit about the company, because there's a Montreal connection, certainly. We call this an international brand coming into the Canadian market, but there's definitely this significant Canadian connection. Yeah, there's actually an interesting story there. So our CEO was the original outerwear licensee for Psycho Bunny. Um, I think in about 2015, maybe 17, I can't remember the exact dates, he went to the uh, founders of of the brand and said, I think this brand could be something more than what it is. It was really just a wholesale brand uh, with a big Southern USA, mostly Florida presence, right? Um, And... He said, I, I think we could do something with this brand. Um, at the time, they were happy with how the brand ha- had evolved. And he basically said to them, I'm, I want to buy the operating company and sell me half of the intellectual property and then give me an option to buy out the remaining intellectual property at an X amount of years if we succeed. So Alan and that company was based in Montreal. So as soon as he started running the Opco, we still have an office out of New York, but he started moving the executive and retail functions up here to Montreal. Amazing. So we're headquartered here. Right now, we only have owned and operated stores in the US. We do have another 30 uh, franchise stores in Latin America and 15 in Japan. And we've been building the, another Montreal specialty retail story, which is which is interesting. So call it like a changing of the guards, but there's there's a, a group of Montreal specialty retailers that are starting to have some global and North American success. And we're, we're lucky to be part of that. Very interesting. Now, would we we would actually call this a Canadian brand almost? Um, yeah, I mean, we were, okay. you know, uh, someone. A lot of people say like we were born in New York and we're being raised in Montreal. Like, right? We're we're going through this sort of maturing process here as we really move from like a retail startup. So, though the brand has about you know 15 years of history as a wholesale brand, we're new to retail in terms of like investments and processes and all those types of things were like three years old. So we're moving into this phase of what we would want to call like sustained accelerated growth and all of the processes and people and some of the good retail fundamentals are starting to be baked into what we do. And so we're growing up here in, in Canada. Oh, amazing. Tell me a little bit about the product categories in terms of uh, fashion, because Psycho Buddy is certainly known for its colorful polo shirts. Tell me about the range uh, and what we might see in the stores and what the brand has otherwise. 
Sure. Our, our main product, what we're known for is our polo shirt. So it's uh, Pima cotton, diamond knit. It has this incredible quality to it. So that is really where our focus is. So we have our, our core polos in red, white, navy, and black. And then we have seasonal colors that we inject into the collection every season or every drop. Then we get into these like more fashion polos with tipping or different types of colorways on them or any other detailings. We play with the bunny sizes and, and the bunny capsules uh, through the polos as well. And then we have a fairly substantial like sweatshirt, sweatpant business. Our bottoms business is um, growing in a really interesting way. So really high quality shorts, um, golf pants, uh, all of those types of things. We have these sport polos, which are more of a polyester blend. That's like kind of the sweat wicking performance polos. We have uh, like a graphic tea business, but now we're also getting into accessories and hats and all these types of things. You know, we have really incredible bags coming out, like travel bags, travel duffels, backpacks, all of those things in the fall. And then we're also in outerwear as well. So sort of lightweight outerwear where we're moving into some heavier commodities this fall as we open up more stores in the north. And then we're also doing some really interesting collaborations this fall um, uh, on some product categories as well. Okay. And so that's kind of where we where we sit. Excellent. Now, even though we are going to see some stores opening in Canada, we'll still see some wholesale as well. I think Harry Rosen and a few stores have the polo shirts I've seen. Yeah. So Harry Rosen's been just an incredible partner. When you think about men's retail, they have just done an incredible job evolving with the times and, you know, bringing in things like clienteling and drop shipping. And now with Harold's and, you know, I have a lot of respect for, for what Ian and team have, have done over there. You know, we, I, I believe we started as uh, in just a couple of doors at Harry Rosen with dropship on the broader assortment and the partnership continues to evolve and it does really well. We're obviously going to continue to nurture that and make sure that Harry Rosen is is purposeful in what we sell through them or Segway is purposeful within Harry Rosen and accretive to their customer and to their brand. Um, and we'll continue to have a, a focused approach in our stores as well to make sure that they're complementary. We'll, there's also in Quebec, there's a menswear store called Henri Vezina, which is another one, sort of like a higher-end menswear um, retailer. Yeah, Terrific. Now, stores are um, the big thing coming here to Canada. We've got one already at the CF Toronto Eaton Centre. I, I think probably at this point, everyone listening knows that it's the big downtown Toronto Mall. It's probably the most successful in North America for a downtown core. Uh, now, a flagship is also coming to the Yorkdale Shopping Centre. I don't know if it's open yet. I haven't been up to Yorkdale in a while. I got COVID and I, I got better, so I haven't been around. But uh, tell me a little bit more about the stores coming. Sure. So, yeah, I'm glad you're, you're feeling better. That's first and foremost. Um, so, yeah, we have, uh, we're, we'll be opening this fall at Yorkdale, uh, as well as um, at Carrefour Laval here in, in Montreal. The Toronto Eaton Centre store is opening end of July. The design there was done by... Um, Edifica. So this sort of elevated commercial concept with some really interesting fixturings, some brand feature areas. Um, and I mean, the location is fantastic. I don't know. You can kind of right now, you can at least see the board from everywhere in the mall. It feels the location is incredible and we're excited to see what it does for us there. Absolutely. I thought, yeah, an old Stuart Weissman store, I think is what it was. Uh, very highly visible. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then Yorkdale, uh, we worked with a set of uh, Portuguese designers called Gonzalo Silvio uh, Arquitectos. <laughs> and yeah. 
they um, so they do like Louis Vuitton and Nespresso. And um, so they we really kind of leaned into this boutique concept with them. And so York, Yorkdale is kind of a, a departure from our sort of more commercial doors, but they've they sort of came out with this really cool concept. Uh, and I think it w- originated in this concept that they want to call break the ice, which was like sort of a, a play on Canadianism and um, and then the materials that they use and sort of the color scheme and the way that the store feels and flows. It, it's really beautiful, at least in CAD. So obviously we'll see what it looks like when it's built. And they're also doing a store for us uh, in Hudson Yards in New York that opens in September as well. Terrific, terrific. And also an outlet store, I think, is going to be opening this fall at the um, Toronto Premium Outlets. Yeah, exactly. And we have Toronto Premium opening up as well. Any um, other markets in Canada? You know, Vancouver is known to be a a strong retail market. Do you think we'll see Psycho Bunny stores out there? Yeah, I think, you know, Vancouver is interesting for us. Um, We have a store in Bellevue just outside of Seattle, um, which is kind of a good, like, bellwether for the Pacific Northwest. Um, We we continue to watch uh, our Google analytics and our online sales. And that has actually helped inform where we should be opening stores. And we'll continue to look at the Canadian market as we launch a dedicated Canadian direct to consumer site, which we don't even have right now. Um, Right now it still costs, you know, there's still shipping fees into Canada on, on all orders. So once we launch that sort of, again, also mid to end of July, Canadians will have better access to our products here. Um, and so we'll be able to use that to start identifying pockets of, of interest and then nothing's out of the question. And we're always looking to expand responsibly um, in a way that works for us. Makes sense. Makes sense. And uh, there is a global expansion happening, as you mentioned as well, for, for Psycho Bunny, uh, uh, which, is, which is very exciting too. Yeah, the, the global expansion is interesting. We like to, we kind of have this, this recipe or this formula. We like to seed markets with wholesale to start understanding where the demand is coming from. Helps us from a positioning standpoint. And then we can fast follow um, with, with our own retail stores. Um, you know, our partner in South America is continuing to expand. I think they'll have almost as many stores as, as we have by the end of the year. They've been opening airport stores, which is really interesting from like a tourism perspective. Those are really cool. And they continue to do a great job there. Then Japan is is interesting too, because Japanese product is actually different than our product. So we approve it, but they're in a different set of commodities than we are. Obviously, there's some of the core things, but you can only get Japanese Psycho Bunny product in Japan. We've looked at programs where we're actually bringing some Japanese exclusive product to sell in North America this year as part of some of the uh, exciting things that we have coming into the fall. Amazing. And um, the balance of retail versus wholesale, how do you see that moving forward as more stores open and as there are still some suppliers in the wholesale world, uh, in, say in North America? Yeah, uh, wholesale strong for us. We're, we're well diversified. It's Anecdotally, it's about a third, a third, a third, our wholesale store and e-commerce business. Uh, obviously, we think Canadian e-commerce will come out of the gate with a potentially a higher share than our brick and mortar share of retail sales, but that'll balance eventually, I think. Yeah. So you're anticipating higher e-commerce sales here in Canada? as a- Just at the onset. Yeah. Just from an access standpoint. And yeah. 
So I'm assuming there'll be a marketing campaign. I mean, we we, we gave earned media and, and very earned. I'm very excited about Psycho Bunny coming in. Will there be a marketing campaign in the Canadian market to build awareness as well? Yeah, so we're we're focusing on building the right awareness in the right market. Obviously, a high concentration on Toronto to start. We are supporting with a good amount of digital spend on the usual suspects. There will be some good... Uh, editorial stuff coming and we have some interesting collaborations that will drive some of the earned media that we're doing but yeah so a fairly robust marketing blitz in canada to enter the market we're excited about this is very exciting anything else you want to uh, tell us today about psycho bunny as we wrap things up we're excited to finally be able to operate in canada to have stores in our backyard that we can go visit without flying somewhere um, and, um, we think that we're going to have a positive impact on Canadian retail. So we're excited about it. Yeah. Excellent. Well, as a downtown Toronto resident, I'm excited to shop in the store when it opens in July. I saw the renderings and thought that were, yeah, next month I thought it was already open, but again, I'm in a bit of a fog. So <laughs> thank you so much again. This has been Justin Cohen. He's the chief commercial officer for brand Psycho Bunny, which I think we're going to be uh, saying is a Canadian brand at some point here based in Montreal. At least this is where the headquarters are moving. Great. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> thank you for joining us today. Bye. And thank you everyone for listening. I'm Craig Patterson, host of the Retail Insider Podcast. Take care and bye for now. 